listening to the Created Fab Podcast with the one and only, one and only Fabiola. This season series is on the adventures and struggles of being a believer because it can be real out here on these streets. Hello, everybody. It's me, Fabiola, and welcome to another Created Fab episode or podcast, podcast. (laughs) And this is the adventures and struggles of a believer this is this series is just so it's so dear to my heart because man being a believer it is tough out here in these streets but let me tell you something when you go in for the ride what an adventure it is and today i have my awesome 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 low-key bestie aubrey with me oh my gosh omg my brother's with me this is like a like a sister from another mother right here, man. And she, um, and oh my gosh, she has such an awesome story to tell because um, as I was thinking about who can I invite onto this podcast for this first season, she came to mind because she has an amazing story that I am really noticing is a common thing that's going on in Christianity. So without further ado, I wanna introduce my buddy, Aubrey, and she's gonna introduce herself a little bit further and she's gonna tell her awesome story and we're just gonna be we're gonna be doing what the Lord has called us to do. We're just gonna flow with it. You gonna flow with it, baby. Let's flow with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Fab. Um, I, for everybody who doesn't know, which is probably most of you, um, I'm Aubrey, and I grew up in San Diego um, for part of the time, and then um, SoCal, like Riverside area. I am a California girl. I am California girl. Um, my dad is an immigrant from Mexico and my mom was born and raised San Diego. So, um, so I look the way I do. (laughs) 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 Um, my background is, um, kind of complex. As you can imagine, both my parents came from broken homes. Um, their fathers both left them. Very interesting too, they're both middle children. Um, they're both middle children of their families, yeah, of five. <laughs> and um, they came together and they they met in church. They met in a Christian church um, and their story is um, my dad left his Bible behind and he went back to get it and he saw my mom and it was a singles meeting and after that they talked for a little while and it didn't take more than a couple months and then they decided that was that nice so um that was my my parents my background is very traditional um christian a very traditional christian i was raised in the church of christ um and it was it's a denomination that um it's our, our denomination was started with um, two major families coming together and um, and they happened the two um, men of the family began business together as well and they began running this beekeeping business which was um, how my dad got involved with them he, he worked with them um, as well as somebody first somebody outreached to him and then when um, he needed a job and they provided a job. And so um, this is just a little bit of background that's sort of intricate because it explains how I, with the way I think and how I grew up thinking. Um, 
And so with the, with the Church of Christ, it was very um, community-based. The church is based on like what the people's beliefs in that community specifically. So not every Church of Christ is the same. Um, at least that's been my experience. But, um, but it was only acapella music. You could only sing acapella music, and you could only have um, water baptism. And you're not saved if you're not water baptized. Mm. Um, so those were like the two, the two biggest things. We have communion every week. Um, and, and that's sort of the, the religious background that I, I grew up in since this is focused on um, Christians and believers. And uh, I just want to more focus on that um, because <laughs> family is complicated. I have a big Mexican family and I have a big white family. On both sides, lots of people, lots of drama. They all have their stories. Everybody intersects, everybody intertwines with their stories, but just keeping it focused on me, that this was my story. And um, I grew up in this this church and uh, uh, cultivated it cultivated a good like love for Jesus. I had a true love for Jesus and I, had a, I would pay attention in, in Bible school and what they were telling me. And I would be really frustrated because I wouldn't understand um, some of the things that they were saying, or uh, really abstract concepts, and I would ask some of the adults, and nobody could really explain it to me, and that was really frustrating, um, and I, I remember I was, so I was baptized when I was 11, and I went to church camp the next year, and I don't remember specifically what the conversation was, but I remember having a conversation with one of the adults there, and I was like, can you explain this to me, and I could tell he didn't really have a grasp for it. And it was very much um, something more spiritual. It, it's a spiritual side, which our church really didn't talk about. You focus on the cross and salvation, and which is great because that is our door. That is our door to heaven. Um, but the rest of it is all kind of fuzzy woo-woo and we just don't talk about it. And so um, continuing to grow up, I, I moved areas which had a big impact on me. We changed churches. We stick stick to the same denomination, but it's not the same because it's based on the community, right? So I didn't, we didn't really click with the people there. It was just very awkward, tried to make it work. I don't know why we didn't let, I think um, part of it was that my dad felt such a um, appreciation for what that the church in the past had done for him because he grew up Catholic and then he was on a search for God and he tried all these denominations didn't fit and this one actually fit for him but I really think it was the people rather than it was the community um and then so that frustration kind of led me to um it kind of turned me off on Christianity mm. I was like who's Jesus anymore I don't know because this is what they're telling me and it's not lining up. Things are just not lining up. It doesn't make sense. And um, I know that sounds kind of vague, but just in the, the way the spirit works and um, how our spirits work with God's spirit and um, the fruits of the spirit, but it's almost like you have to do it in your own effort. You have to be self-controlled. You have to do it in your own effort. But if you have this, but if it's a fruit of the spirit, it's an, it's an example that you have a spirit in your life. So it shouldn't be work. It should be, it should be proof that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And so anyway, I had all of these like questions and things and um, everybody gave me a bunch of theology. 
all logical, all head knowledge, but I could tell it's just not in their hearts. But I'm still a good Christian girl. So I um, I ended up going to unapplied and, and I went for a year to a Christian college out in Oklahoma. Um, and that was a whole adventure for me too. And I got to see, um, I just got to be involved with different cultures. Like I really just absorbed the, co the college experience and um, I didn't get too caught up, but there were plenty of kids who they were like, well, mom and dad aren't here to tell me what to do anymore. Peace. <laughs> I'm going to the club. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and because um, it, it was their first taste of um, any freedom because I mean, Oklahoma, the religious spirit is real out there. <laughs> oh, listen, that's the <laughs> South in general. Yeah. In California. Mm -hmm. um, so anyhow, uh, we went through some hard times in 08 to about um, 2010. And I decided, you know what, my I'm the eldest child. Um, and I, I was very much responsible for my younger siblings. And so I felt that responsibility and that they needed me there. And so I, um, I, after a year, I stayed home and I took care of kids and I made sure things were done um, because life happens. You know, my mom, she went through a major depression because we lost the house. She wouldn't get out of bed. She had a lot of physical ailments. She had a lot of things. I think looking back at it now, I think we're more, some of it was spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, and um, my dad, he, he was out of work because he changed businesses which is the whole point when we had moved to that area um, because of his business. And um, he ended up going back to work for um, the two men I had told you originally um, back in San Diego. And so he was commuting and I was making sure things were getting done. And finally I was like, I need to get, I need to get my life in order. And this whole time though, I had been struggling with my own um, depression, my own sin, my own, um, my own struggle of, I didn't understand what it was, but I, I knew I heard God and I knew God was real because I, there were instances where, um, I knew things were going to happen and they happened. Right. And I had dreams and, um, I, I would hear things or see things and I'm like, oh, this is what's going on. But nobody ever really, they're just like, ah, you're whatever. That's weird. There's no, um, language for what you're experiencing as a kid. And I knew God was with me and I knew he was real. I just didn't know. Then this this is how the enemy gets in, right? Because right. there's no explanation. And it was like, well, I'm just going to be, I just want the truth, God, because I can't deal with myself. I need to be right with you. And um, and I need to I need to get my own life together. So after taking care of kids for a while, um, when I was 21, 22, I, I looked into interior design, interior design college. And, um, I, um, I found a really good school in San Diego and all of our lives kind of shifted down there. My sister started, um, going to college and she started going to school down in San Diego. I was going to school down in San Diego. Then my dad was commuting for work in San Diego. So we all kind of shifted from, more of like um, Riverside County to back down to um, the San Diego area. And um, 
but it took about two years. So I commuted for two years to that college and it was an amazing experience. It was so much better than the Christian one, the Christian college because everyone was there specifically for interior design. Everyone was focused on their career. They wanted, they wanted their, um, they were just intentional on what they were doing. And it was majority women um, and all age ranges, all age ranges. So it was um, from like 18 to, they had like a 60 year old there. And um, there were military women there because that were, was across from the um, Air Force based and they uh, accepted military benefits. And so there was just a whole range of people and even um, gay men, that's what the arts attract, you know, <laughs> the, the spicy. Right, right. That was an eye-opening, ex- such an eye-opening experience for me because even though I was struggling through my own stuff, I knew a lot of scripture. I paid attention in Bible school. I right. had I knew, I knew mm-hmm. the Bible. So when um, I would have these like long carpool rides, it took me like two hours down, sometimes plus and two hours back. When you're in a car that long and you're carpooling, you talk about a lot of things. Right, right. <laughs> and so I got to know um, several people and I got to see like, wow, some people just don't know. Right. They don't know. They just don't. They didn't. They don't even know what their own religion was. That mm-hmm. was shocking to me because I remember sitting in a car talking to this woman, and she was asking me like, she had an experience and she knew my background and you know my dad and everything, and she was like, Aubrey, why are Christian people saying this about me? And she's Mormon. I was like, I don't know. I don't know anything about Mormon. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of did at the time. I couldn't think of it when she asked me. And it was a good, I think it was good that I couldn't tell her because that forced her to go looking for the answer mm. instead of me just giving it to her. But it also got me thinking because a woman was twice my age. And I was like, God, I don't want to get to that age and have no idea what religion I have been in. Right. <laughs> like, no idea what yeah. I actually believe. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Right. I know you're real. I know you're the truth, but I really want the truth. Like I really, really just, yes. I just want the truth. I want it settled. I want my spirit settled. And um, well, I think the reason why that tends to happen too is that you have a lot of people like they're just so used to just. I've been on this trend for so long. I never ask any questions. This is what it is. And then if you're if you don't know any better. Or I, I don't know if it's a matter of like you don't know any better. I think it also has to do with like personality type, right? Like I don't question, I just do. But then you got some of us who are a little bit rebellious and it's just like, nah man, this ain't making no sense. Like I need somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I need somebody to tell me something. Like explain, I need you to explain this to me because I hear what you're saying, but this right here is not lining up and I need this, I need this to make some sense. And you know, like, even like for me, I grew up what I call a cult. <laughs> I grew up in a cultish situation. And even in the, I think I, you know, I think it's like a, a form of church of Christ. I think that's what it is knowing what I know now. But, um, and it was like that. And it was so, it was so oppressive, very, very oppressive. And, um, 
you couldn't wear pants, you couldn't wear jewelry, you couldn't do this. We weren't allowed to go to the movies. We weren't allowed to do anything. We weren't allowed to pierce our ears. We weren't aware. We were not allowed to, um, our, we couldn't, all our sleeves have to be like, um, like below the elbow. We couldn't show any, like no type of skin. Like even if like you were um, a three quarter in um, a skirt that's showing your calves, they would, they would go crazy on you. And, I, and then they were like, and, ba- and it was always everything, like anything that you did was you're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And then I just remember, but then again, I was, was one of those people where I opened up the Bible for myself and I read the Bible for myself, even at a very, very young age. And I was just like you, like I always read the Bible stories and this and that. And, and I'm sitting there reading the Bible and I was just like, well, if you're saying that he's a God of love and, you know, and seeing what I'm reading, like this, this is not making any sense at all because according to Romans, you know, um, in Romans and talking about if I confess Jesus, you know, is my Lord and Savior and blah, 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 then I should be good to go. So what are you talking about? And I would ask the pastor, could it stand me? He could not stand me because I would challenge him all the time. And I'd be like, no, I need you to show me in the Bible. Where does it say this? And he couldn't do it. But yeah. once again, I think there's a lot of people like this is what they're used to and they mm-hmm. never challenge it. And then, and until somebody challenges you and they force you to like, come out of that then it's just like what are you talking about like all of you guys are the problem and we're the ones who are not so I don't know right no yeah I I agree my dad instilled that into all of us I think because his background is like I said it's Catholic right and then his mom and his um sister when they came to the states they became Pentecostal apostolic Mm. Pentecostal and so he was searching and in that he instilled in us, like, look, just don't take it at face value. Look for yourself. Right. But the messages that we would get from the pulpit or the things that he'd have on the radio, which was um, Chuck Smith, all the, the Baptist type stuff, because the Church of Christ and the Baptists are very similar. I mean, mm-hmm. other than the water baptism thing and the, the amount of times you do communion, or ideas are pretty, pretty alike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but we never heard him like contradict really what was being said. Mm. And so even though he gave us that permission, yes, you can go search us out. He never was like, well, I wouldn't agree with this. I would agree with that. Da, da, da. If he did, it was with his men's Bible study group. It wasn't mm. really with us kids, you know, and, he would, and I think for this, some of the concepts too, they were too um, large for us to grasp as mm-hmm. kids. And he wasn't really around as much. He worked a lot. So right. Um, I think that really shaped me too, and all of all of my siblings. Um, but anyway, so I I um, so I had listened to her, and I was not judging her at all. It was just like, why haven't you thought of that? <laughs> you know, why haven't you thought it to look into Mormonism, and why do you do that? You know, and um, and she asked me really what she asked me was. Aubrey, these Christians say that I don't believe in Jesus, but we celebrate Christmas. I don't understand. It's really not the Jesus. And come to find out later is Mormons believe that Jesus was a, a prophet, not the son of God. Mm. And so that's that's why they were saying that. Um, and I didn't know at the time. I was just like, I'm going to have to look into it. But she listened to all the Christian radio. She listened to Christian music. So it was just really strange. And then, you know, People um, who didn't, I got to see people who really didn't have that background, but they were hard workers, honest with integrity, 
like integrous people. And I was like, wow, <laughs> it doesn't really, it doesn't matter that label Christian doesn't right. really matter because these people are like genuine. They're right. truly genuine in who they are and what they, they think and um, such caring people. And it didn't matter if they were, they didn't have that label on them. And so I got to see that. And um, I think that's just part of growing up too. You get to see yeah. all kinds of things. Um, and so anyhow, I, um, I graduated that college and I did really well. Um, I graduated with bachelor's of fine arts with an emphasis in interior design. And I, um, I was really struggling still with the concept of G. I felt very empty and I would look, I did a lot of research on personality types and psychology and how the mind works. And so I had this whole knowledge base, but it felt very empty in my chest. Yeah. And I remember the moment I had stopped praying was when I was in Oklahoma. And not like I used to pray three times a day, even at night, like a lot more. And um, I had stopped because I was so upset that of what our family was going through. I had, I had a new brand new experience. Like I was getting new things and it, the life was actually opening up for me in a new way, but I wasn't able to receive it because of what was going on in the past with the family. And so um, with the, there was a lot more drama, a lot of stuff happened, but um, I'm just keeping it on me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then I, um, meanwhile, I should say, while I was doing that, my sister, like I said, gone to school in, in San Diego at the same time that I was going to school in San Diego. And she was studying to be a massage therapist. And massage has its benefits, but it has a lot of other cultural influences, other religious influences, which um, they're kind of right. They're almost right, but they're not right. Right, exactly. <laughs> they have like enough truth to get you hooked, mm -hmm. but there's a little sprinkle that's off. And if you're, if that, it just takes that much. And, um, but I didn't know that. And neither does my sister. So, neither do most people. That's the truth. Yeah, that's yeah. the truth. I mean, we're kind of just going through the world blindly here. And God's got to give us lots of stuff. And I think one of the things too is um, being opal, open, humble, and humble. Yeah, right. Open to being wrong. Yeah. Because that's one of the things like, God, if you're not Jesus, I want to know if I'm wrong, tell me. Right. If I'm wrong in the way I think I need you to tell me because otherwise I'm not going to, I'm not going to know. I just want to be really honest. Like I just, I, I just want the truth. Yeah. And so, um, so anyhow, I, um, I went to, I, I talked to her a little bit and she said, you know, I, I stayed connected with one of the teachers at um, my massage school. She has a Christian background. Would you like to go talk to her? She's also a cognitive behavioral therapist, which is out of all um, of the psychology out there, cognitive behavioral therapy is the best mm -hmm. because it targets the reason why you're acting the way you're acting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just target the behavior 
or there's a chem it doesn't target the physical actually deals with your right. emotional state and so i've seen a lot of good things out of that so i was like you know what yeah and she's open to spiritual things and so and she has a christian background so she's going to understand my language right um and she was i think she was lutheran or something more like a little bit more strict you know um but um, anyhow, I, I went ahead and I saw her. Um, I, I got a job after college. And it was funny, too, because during this college experience, God had been kind of like pushing me that way, even though you don't understand it. Because the summer before, I had to have an internship. I tried to get my internship done quickly. And the woman that I, I had worked for, it ended up being a job instead of an internship. She went to this, um, she went to this really evangelical church. And it sounded really good. And I was like, okay, good. That's nice. Um, kind of close to my area. That's, that's, I've been kind of eyeing it, but I don't know. And because I was going to throw myself into everything, churches, new age, whatever. God, I want to know if you're real. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know you're real. I just want to know really who you are. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so then, uh, fast forward to the next summer, I get a job with this woman who's the believer and her cousin works with her and she goes to that same church and it's a mega church. Like they have different plants everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and so anyway, I, I was having and hawing and I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And, um, meanwhile, <laughs> my sister and I were kind of challenging each other to like, Put ourselves out there and go you know try christian mingle because it doesn't i wanted somebody with my background just being honest i can't i knew i couldn't be with somebody who had a completely different background than me i knew it wasn't going to work i've seen so many people destroy each other over their beliefs and in relationships they get out past the lovey-dovey stage and then what comes down to is what they truly believe and um and it doesn't work. Yeah. They destroy each other. Right. So I was like, no, we've got to have some sort of similar background because it's going to work. Um, so I jump on Christian Mingle. I meet this, I meet a couple of guys, doesn't really work. And I meet this one guy who, um, who he said he is messianic Jew. And mm -hmm. I was like, huh? Jews for Jesus. But you're not Jewish. He wasn't Jewish. He explained his whole, he gave me his whole testimony. I don't even know. I, it, it wasn't even, and I felt it. Like I felt a deep, mm -hmm. I felt the spirit. Now that I understand and I have language for it, I felt the spirit move on that because um, he, he gave me his whole testimony. I'm like, that doesn't really turn. That's not like, okay, why? <laughs> I mean, we're just mm -hmm. getting to know each other, but he was like, well, I grew up Catholic and this happened and da, 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 and, da, 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 and then I'm here. And, um, and it confused me. And I remember, I did have a, a Jewish Orthodox Jewish friend in college and she and I were talking and, um, and one day one of the guys that was with us, he actually wasn't gay. <laughs> one of our friends, he, he, he was more interested in interior architecture, mm. but, um, he was like, well, she believes in Jesus. And we were like, no, at the same time. And he's like, why not? And I was like, yeah, why not? Jesus is Jewish. You're Jewish. 
wait what <laughs> like that really like twisted my mind like yeah wait what mm. and she was like yeah no we just don't believe in jesus but everything else yeah it's we're all good with and i was like okay and she was like she she's one of those believer unbeliever kind of things like mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. just the way she grew up and again that's really strict too stricter than us men sit on one side women sit on the other side yeah. like that's her background and she's um but anyway um yeah, i mean i grew up listen i'm from new york i grew up in brooklyn like i there is like whole sections of where i live at that is just straight orthodox hasidic jews that is a whole other beast in itself yeah so i definitely get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i had never experienced that mm, before mm-hmm. so then when this guy shows up and saying oh i'm messianic jew i'm like but you're not jewish what's happening Would right. you believe in jesus like wait what's going on and so i was like you know what the root of christianity is judaism at the end of the day it's it is so i was like um i went online and i found um it's called the complete jewish bible and it has the new testament and the old testament and it's meant to um close the bridge mm-hmm. for a lot of jewish belief to, to help a lot of jewish people like come to terms with that um with jesus and show them like yes here are the names how they're pronounced in um in hebrew written out so it's not like isaiah it's i can't even say it Mm because it's just like it's extra Mm -hmm. (laughs) extra letters extra vowels and we have but um but it was super fascinating so i went into this deep study i went to this church that i was being led towards and i also went to see this new age person because I was still like, God, you gotta show, like, I just need the truth. I got off Christian Mingle, and I think really I was only on for him to tell me that, to, like, mm-hmm. push me in that direction, because that was, God knew that was gonna, like, confuse the heck out of me, and get me to, like, really research mm-hmm. what, what that was, and so, um, I went to this, um, she's an energy worker, and i could see and i had looked at a lot of videos online there's a ton out there about energy and chakras and how your mm-hmm. body works and da, da, da. And there's some truth to it yeah. there is some truth to it and i saw that but i was still like there was still this there's something just off there's something really wrong and um but i couldn't figure it out and so um uh the that season kind of progressed and as it progressed i was getting really weird dreams really and i knew like i woke up one day oh with this i had this crazy dream that i um i had gone down these stairs and into this one eating area and there was nobody there and i could hear whispers but i couldn't make out what the whispers were saying and um and this eatery place there was there was empty tables empty chairs and on this plate was like a tomato and so i took a slice of tomato and internally it was weird like i couldn't control like i was just watching myself do it in my mind like oh i don't really want to eat that i don't really want to eat it but i still ate it mm-hmm. so i ate it and all of a sudden the um host guy came up to me and he was like ma'am please please you need to leave you need to leave you don't belong here you need to go and so I um, turned around and started walking back up the steps and all of a sudden there was this huge light being person. It was a person, but it was huge light. And um, I remember seeing in this space and I looked over 
because I was headed towards the stairs and I looked over this way and I saw a library and I was really curious. I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of books are over there. And um, this being kind of like grabbed my arm and was like, no, we're going up the stairs. So he didn't ever say anything to me. He just kind of ushered me up these steps. And so I started going up the steps and, um, and then I could make out what the voices were saying. And they were saying, child of the light, child of the light, not supposed to be here. Child of the light, not supposed to be here, not supposed to be here, like sh frantic. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then I just went up, everything got really bright and I woke up and I was like, dang, this new age stuff is really messing with my head. I don't know what's going on, but that yeah, was really yeah. trippy. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, I didn't understand what that was or anything. I think now looking back, it was some sort of dimension that I was not supposed to be like some sort of second heaven. And it must have been Holy Spirit or yeah. an angel or something ushering me back. Okay, we're going to go now because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, I, right. I, I, like I didn't have control over myself. It was just like everything I was curious about mm. is what I did. Oh, I was okay. curious about the food, so I ate it. Oh, I was curious about the library, so I was going to go over there. But in my mind, I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it reminds me like of when I'm like, as anybody who's ever dealt with kids, and you're watching them, so, you know, especially as they're small, like, you know, they, they reach a certain age and they're just exploring. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, they get to the point they just want to explore and you're just, as a parent or as a caretaker, you're just sitting there just watching them grow through this exploration stage, right? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> like my son, for example, if he sees something like a pencil, where's my pencil? If he sees a pencil and then all of a sudden, I don't know what it is about him, because he's naturally a, if I do this and if I do that, I want to see what that's going to equal to. He'll see a pencil. He'll see the outlet. Huh. Huh. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know? So I have to literally watch him and to make sure that he doesn't do that. Be like, come on. No, son, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, right. and it's like, you have to constantly like, because they don't know any better. It's just the way that, you know, God has blessed them with the mind that wants to understand how do things work, right? Curiosity. And because it's the curiosity. It's just, he just yeah. wants to know what it is and just trying to understand things. And this is what he does. And it's the same thing with us, even as we get older, even when you're talking about in religion, I mean, the same concept even in religion. Like, okay, I want this to make sense in my own mind. So mm -hmm. of course, like, and as you said, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that sounds very right. Like they're like this close, man. Like a lot, so much of the stuff that make it so much sense. And it's just like, nah, man, but this is other pieces just like, it ain't right. But thank God for the Holy Spirit that just kind of be like, nah, come, come, come on, Aubrey. No, 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 no. You don't belong here. This is just, exactly. this is why, exactly. this is why. Exactly. Oh, it got so crazy because um, during that time, like I was really frustrated with my job. I felt extra angry. Um, and I'm not normally an angry person. But I think a lot of the spiritual stuff that I was being stirred up mm. was affecting me. Yeah. And because um, you're opening up doors. Yeah. And I mean, I did get some healing out of it. I did because it's cognitive behavioral therapy. That's like you have to look at your emotions and why you're doing some of the things you're doing. And it does help, mm -hmm. but it doesn't give you a solution. Right. So there was still like this emptiness. So anyway, I continued to go see this, this, um, um, 
Nuri. energy worker lady energy worker, right. mm -hmm. yeah and um we had gotten so i had these weird dreams and I'm like this new age stuff again like is i give them weird dreams i don't really understand what that even that meant like i didn't have a context for any of that and um and one day we got on the topic of religion and she was like what's holding you back why are you upset and i was like well it's my religion and and the way i see jesus is presented very much as the suffering, the suffering God, the suffering God on the right. cross. And I loved Jesus as a child. I loved him and right. I didn't want him hurt. Right. So it really broke my heart, this whole, um, the whole idea of him going to the cross. And um, so I was getting really upset and emotional and to the point like I couldn't speak and I was laying out on this bed. And so for, for those who don't know, they lay you out on a massage bed with your, your belly up and they can, it's like they sense different chakra, like they can sense different parts of you and different parts of you speak and have ideas. And, um, and there's a spiritual aspect to that where, you know, the spirits talk um, because she knew stuff about me that I hadn't said. Um, and I was like, oh, well, she knows something. <laughs> there is something to this because this lady has something, there's something here. So, um, she um i i turned like i remember i turned my face away from her because i was crying and she was she had her hands on her stomach and i felt something weird and all of like in my belly mm -hmm. and my mind was too like frazzled and i was too upset all of a sudden i felt this really strong like gut punch that said yahweh and i was like yahweh and as soon as that happened she was like whoa and she had her hands over my stomach you know and I was like, what, what, what? And I was, my mind was so out of it. I was too emotional. I was too upset because a lot of this religious stuff was coming up. And she was just like, like, kept like trying to put her hands on me. She's like, I can't, I've lost connection with you. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Completely stopped. And we tried for the next half hour. I tried to calm myself down. And like, she, I got up and she was like, you okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. But I was super like, uh-huh. Okay, because I have felt it. I felt like that punch, like no, Yahweh yeah. in my gut, and I, and even like I I just didn't understand, but I knew what Yahweh meant because I'm a studied child. Right. <laughs> studied. I knew what Yahweh was. Right, right. I was like, okay, God, that was God. <laughs> that was so God. Right. And um, and it was it was interesting because um she helped me through a lot, but also brought up some things, and um one of the things she had told me was um that I was gonna have a girl and I wasn't in a relationship and um and I always kind of figured I have a girl but that she was like talking to her and like she's so cute and da 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 I was like okay that's kind of weird but you know if this helps me get through the things I need to work through then fine but I think um after that I really didn't have much of a session but like I said, I threw myself into everything. So while that was going on, I was going to the evangelical church and I put myself in a Bible study. I tried to connect with people my age and um, I eventually opened up to them and I said, um, hey, I've been going to see this energy person because she's open to the spirit. And I knew, um, so because it's a mega church, it draws in a lot of people from different denominations. And there was a couple people in the group that were open to Holy Spirit stuff, like spiritual stuff. And so I was like, well, you know, I wanted their take on it, really. 
And so I, I opened up to them and they kind of were like, is that like the crystal people stuff? Like very negative. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. And uh, one of the guys, he said this so gently. Yeah. He right. was just so gentle. He was like, Aubrey, aren't we not supposed to do that? And I was like, but what about, but what about? And I had all these butts in my head and I, but I, God spoke to me he, in my chest, like that deep, listen to him. Don't say anything. Just listen. I was like, okay. And he goes, go on YouTube and watch videos. Uh, just go on YouTube and watch videos about other Christians who've come from that and just mm. listen to what they have to say. Just That's listen. Good. And uh, he said it so gently. And I was like, you know what? Okay. I've tried before, but this time I was more open to, I think I was more open to Jesus being whoever Jesus was going to be and maybe not even my concept of who he was, you know? So, because I had listened to him before and I'm like, ah, that's spiritual stuff is weird. My, my, a little bit of background here. My grandma is, was super Pentecostal, very like speaking in tongues and da, 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 but very in your face. And a lot of it didn't make sense. And she would try these weird like remedy things that, turned her hair purple and like <laughs> like there's no logic to it no sense to it that I was like okay Pentecostals don't know what they're doing <laughs> this prejudice I really did because I had seen a lot I had seen a lot of chaos not mm. grounded at all just really taken up in how they feel I feel this way so it must be God I feel that way so it must be God you know there was no um there was no matching it up to the word they didn't right. have the word. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the scripture in them. And so that was kind of my judgment. But so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull away that judgment. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to, I'm going to see, because if this is really God, then I want to know. So I ended up, um, I ended up watching this YouTube video and, um, he, this guy, he explained, um, he explained the new age and how he got out of the new age and he explained why it's wrong and why it's right. Why is this wrong? and Why is this right? What does this mean? He laid it out for me so well. I was just like, dang, this, this is, this is it. Like, this is, this has to be it. And so I remember I was still kind of on the fence because I did get things out of that, of doing the like meditation and stuff. And, um, I was like, you know what? I was baptized as a kid. God has always been there for me. Like right. I've always had an insecurity that he hasn't because that was instilled into us as kids. Like if you're not water baptized, you're not saved. And I think every Baptist person I know is secretly terrified that they're not saved. So mm -hmm. they say this in their prayer every chance they get, at least that's been my experience mm -hmm. with, <laughs> with people. Um, so there's this insecurity, but I, that Yahweh experience when I, that was like a gut punch. And I right. was like, you know what, if I have Holy Spirit inside of me, I'm going to ask him. So I laid there on the bed and I'm like, can Holy Spirit, <laughs> that was the first time I ever spoke straight to Holy Spirit. I was like, Holy Spirit, show me the truth. And I had visions of skeletons on fire. I saw um, this whole, I saw a grave with a skull face in it. I, um, I saw, um, I saw, yeah, dancing skeletons. I saw, and then it, it was like the vision was kind of far away, but I saw like the profile face of something watching me and it kind of like looked over, like side-eyed me. And it looked like 
Um, and honestly, it looked like the the blue aliens in the movie Avatar with the dreadlocks and mm -hmm. it was a blue, blue thing. And I was like, <laughs> and I came out of my room freaking out. I was like, demons are real. This is like real. Cause I was like, yeah, they're real. But I kind of had this um, psychology, like, like, oh, it's depression. It's a spirit of depression, but it's really a chemical reaction. Right, but, right. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't understand like the the natural reflects the spiritual, and the spiritual reflects the natural. That's all like one and you can't really tear it apart like yeah. that. And so, um, I like I was like, whoa, that was crazy. And fast forward, I ended up watching more testimonies, and this woman who was Hindu, which she said, don't do yoga, don't yeah. do all those because it's about Hindu religion. And she goes on there and she goes, oh, by the way, um, you have, you're on your American TV, you have one of our gods um, and, uh, or one of our Hindu gods. And, and the interviewer was like, oh, which one? And she was like, you know that, that movie, the avatar that with the aliens, that's exactly what one of our gods looked like. It, exactly. And I was like, oh, the first is that, that is crazy. That crazy? So crazy. So I, uh, I was really freaking out. Like yeah. I saw demons, like I, what, wait, what? Like my eyes were really open to the spiritual and yes, it's real. Like it is yeah. real. And yeah. so, um, but hold up a second. So I just want to go back into this. So one thing, <clears throat> one thing about uh, your situation, and I think that I've seen it in my life and I've seen it in the lives of other people and I want somebody and I want to make this clear so that if somebody's in the same situation and they're trying to make sense of their relationship with God or trying to figure out what the truth is, then forget the whole relationship with God, but what is the truth, right? All you got to do is ask. And if you do, um, just like take the time to really ask the Lord, God, like, I just want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. Just, just, whether you're real, not real, whatever, 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 just let me know and send me on to the, you know, like, let me know that it's the truth. Because even, because like, for example, like with yoga being such an intricate part of our society, they tell you, I mean, I mean, I'm a nurse, right? And then they'll tell you when it's time to, 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 to relax. Yeah. You know, they'll tell them, why don't you go do, how to go do yoga? It's something, it's a health benefit. Like it's, what are you talking about? It's just stretching. You're just stretching your body. Like it's a way of like releasing some stress. And then, but you know, and it's well-meaning thing. It's not necessarily like, you know, like they're telling you that because they just, you know, they want to do all this. It's just such a integral part of our society that you just can't even tell that, or you don't know any better to know that, okay, no, you really shouldn't be doing that because um, every single time you strike a pose, you're literally actually praising their God. Your I mean, person. you're inviting them into your and, body. And that's another thing, right. And you're inviting yeah. them into your body and you're doing all this stuff. And there's countless of testimonies. But the whole point is this, like, if, if you ask God what the truth is, he will reveal to you exactly what the truth is, one way or another, whether it be through a YouTube video or having a conversation with somebody or even going on christianmingle.com like somebody did <laughs> to get just to meet this person, just to have this conversation with them, and it'll lead you to a path of, of truth. I was possessed at that point. The Holy Spirit possessed me on that, because yeah. I was like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. 
and it's like that sometimes like it, it genuinely yeah. is like that and I can even from my life like there's been like I'm, I'm a kind of person like I'm very I could be so black and white sometimes extremely like, what I know is what I know I don't want to know nothing else I'm not trying to entertain anything else like if anything else I just be like listen you're doing the most I don't want to hear all of that but at the same time today and I finally got to the point I was just like you know what Lord like I really want to know more like I want to understand you and I want to understand like this world that I'm living in like make it make sense sure yeah. enough slowly but surely these things just started opening up and you it, just it, have to ask ask right and then you have to be open that's another thing too you mm-hmm. have to ask and be open and but and then you have to understand god knows you and he knows how much that you can handle right. all at one time and he'll do it like even with what aubrey is saying it seemed like he did it incrementally as opposed to just boom let me throw it all at you at the same at one time because for some people if god was i mean if you really know what was going on in this world you would probably like go in the corner and go hide somewhere. <laughs> yes. You know, no, but and I, yeah, I did feel that at one point cause I was caught up in politics and stuff and yeah. what was happening and I had such anxiety, right. such bad anxiety. And one night God gave me a dream and it, it was like, I saw the pyramids of Egypt rise up out of sand. It was like a sandy place and the background was like deep, deep purple the pyramids rose up and they crushed down and then the white house rose up and then it crushed down. And it was like, just as I was coming out of sleep, I heard a deep voice say, nations rise and fall, but what really matters is what you do with your life. And ever since then I had like, I woke up in such peace that even though I'm disturbed by things that are still happening because evil is real and we see it everywhere. It gave me such peace that I was like, you know what, though? What matters is what I've done. Right, right. That's what's counted to right. me. That's, and that's right. What's, that's really what the, what I'm being counted at and, right. and what God is looking at. Absolutely. And the thing is that even as real as evil is, and yes, man, I have seen the face of it. It is evil, 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 evil. And that's a very, very real thing. Demons are real. Like, yo, you'd be so surprised. Like, it's just, but at the same time, too, it's nothing different than what the Bible is. And if you, you the Bible reveals so much. It really does. And if you would take the time out to really read it and allow the Holy Spirit to break it down for you, like none of this stuff would be a surprise. None of it would be a surprise. And, and, and then I think what it would also do is calm down that anxiety because although, yes, all that stuff is very real and they do what they do, there's nothing that's bigger than God. There's right. nothing more powerful than the blood of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. there's, so even if I'm walking in the midst of all of this craziness day in and day out, you know, think about what Psalm 23 says, you know, um, um, although I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, f- I shall fear no evil because that rod and that staff is with me. You know, because you know God what? is with me. Yeah. And it takes a level of bravery to step out like that. Yeah. Because you have to really believe that God's going to catch yes, you. Yes. Right. Yeah. You have to have yeah. a good relationship with God for the, for that to happen. And so, I mean, it begins with the first step and he is more than willing to, to catch yeah, you. He wants right. to catch you. Amen. So, um, but yeah, good, good point. Um, and it was incremental. It was, but I feel like it sped up in the yeah. last few years. Cause that was like 2017, 2018. Um, and then I like, I continued on. Um, once, once I really understood the new age stuff, I quit that. I was like, gone. And I kind of went the other extreme. I was like, I think I need to cover my head because the Bible says women should cover their heads. Like, I was like, <sighs> oh I was doing my like a head covering phase. And I was like, okay, 
okay, am I good? Like, I was so freaked out, especially I, I had had two um, encounters, like visions with God. And like, it, would, it intensified, all of those things intensified so much. It was like the climax was I saw God in life, in real life. My eyes opened and everything I was driving. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Wow. Um, but um, that's another story for a long time. I have plenty of stories. But um, so I went through this whole head covering phase. And I think God kind of like, let me write it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is actually not really sustainable, God. Yep. I can't sustain this in this society. <laughs> yep. And, and my dear, so, that's religion so for you, isn't like, it? That's religion. That's that legalism. Yeah. Break it away, it really break is. it away. And it is, it, it's what is working in the society that you live in? How are you going to reach people if you're some weirdo with something on your head? Like, <laughs> so I chilled out. I chilled out a little bit, but I went online. Again, fantastic online resources. YouTube is amazing. Amen. But you got to be careful because not all things are, you got to be Holy Spirit led when you're yeah, on YouTube you because do. there's some other you stuff that like, if you're man. not careful, um, which I did time and time again. But that, that summer, I really, um, I was, my family was kind of concerned for me because I spent hours in my room in the Bible, especially I had this new Jewish Bible, right? And I was just comparing all the translations. I mean, I, I grew up in a half, I mean, a half Mexican, so I understand how translation works because mm -hmm. Spanish is very much the idea. English is very precise. Mm -hmm. And so trying to mesh up an, a concept, an idea with a language that's precise, sometimes the translation's a little off. Like you still get it, you still get it, you still get it, but it's, it's a little bit off. So I'm like, okay, really look a deep dive into this. And I came across um, a Baptist guy in Oklahoma of all places. And he, he had a Q and A and he allowed every, anyone and everyone to just come to the mic, ask him any question and he would answer it to the best of his ability. And I was like, finally, somebody who would, even if they didn't know, I didn't care. Like as long as they had something like he would say okay this is this is what the bible says this is my opinion this is what popular theology is saying and it laid it out very simply what are what are de demons what are angels and one thing i learned was um shiloh uh shiloh shiloh not shiloh Sheol. Um, hell basically mm -hmm. hell mm -hmm. in the earth yeah mm -hmm. i didn't understand that so mm -hmm. with this whole new age thing they want you to connect to the earth they want you to think about connecting to the core of the earth. And it was funny because I, it was one of, the, one of the questions that that woman asked me. She said, um, I wonder why Christianity is the only religion that doesn't, that doesn't do that, that doesn't connect with the earth like that. Hmm. And I, that was one of the hardest things. I could not do it. She'd ask me like, okay, imagine your feet are extended. You have a roots at the end of your feet. Imagine that those roots are going down into the earth and to the, to the core of the earth. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Now I understand why <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to be there. Right. So, um, that's good. So it's just crazy. So then, um, I continued down this, this journey and I came across a woman preacher and I was like, Oh, <laughs> women are supposed to be preachers. Of course they're not supposed to be preachers. Absolutely not. No, no. Mm -hmm. I was, I was like, no, there's gotta be a balance here. Right. So I listened to what she had to say and, um, and she explained my life. I was like, there's actually by scripture that explains everything I've experienced. Like there's scripture that explains how I knew things before they happened. Yeah. It's right. Called the Holy spirit. It's called being prophetic. They're gifts. 
wait, yeah, what? Right, right. It's in the Bible? Right, and I, right. And I was like, oh, I could actually take this very, I could take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did. I took it seriously and I listened to her and I, and one thing led to another and I ended up going on to um, another show and, and this guy was being interviewed and he had like an angel feather and he was like, we're doing meetings out here in San Diego. It was um, Fire and Glory with Jeremy Nelson. And he goes, um, and I was like, I need to go see these people. And so I felt a little bit uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. That was really a stretching for me because I had such negative experiences with um, Pentecostal people. And so did my family. I mean, one day my dad said something that turned him really off was somebody got in his face, yelled at him, told him he had to speak in tongues. Oh, good show. And he was just, I mean, he was just there visiting. Yeah, wow. And, I mean, and totally, don't, my dad doesn't do well with yelling. <laughs> like, don't get yeah. in his face and yell at right, me. I'm right. done. <laughs> mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, so anyhow, I, um, I, it was a stretching because all these people were speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. I knew I was getting into, and I felt so uncomfortable, but God eased it so nicely. He took the church that I knew I was supposed to be in. Like, I went to that church. I got into that that Bible study group, and one of the girls in the group had she and I had such good conversation. I asked for her number. Her number was already in my phone with her full name, first and last name. Her number was in my phone, and I told her I was like, "Is this your number? Is this you?" And she goes, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, that's my old number. Do we know each other?" And I was like, "No." And I knew that's I had tried going to another Baptist church, and she had gone there the same, but the years did not line up. We did not go there the same years. That's so crazy. we didn't meet. We didn't meet. So I knew, like, I was like, okay, God wants me here at this church. And so um, I, I continued on. And, and that the, t- the first time I went, I, um, the lesson that was going on and the scriptures that were going on in that, that evangelical church were the same topics that they were talking about mm-hmm. in this other place. And I was like, okay, God, these are lining up. Like, you let me here. This lines up. Now this is lining up with mm-hmm. this. And I felt a little bit more comfortable about going, but I'm used to churches not expressing themselves as much like people not being as expressive. And this was full on people dancing. There are flags going on. There are things happening. And I was extremely like, charismatic. Over and there. It, it, truly, truly charismatic. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I had to like work it out and God didn't let me leave. I was like, okay, God, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got what we needed. Okay, when can we go? Like, cool. When can we leave? Mm-mm. I had to stick it out, and I stuck it out um, for the for. I mean, I've been going with them pretty much ever since. So it's been mm-hmm. about a year and a half now. Wow. Um. Yeah. So that that kind of leads us here today, because uh, fire and glory. I I did have some experiences. I I got more language through them. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything's perfect about them. Every church has their their thing. Right. Every every because there's full of people and people are interesting creatures. <laughs> people are people, man. People are mm-hmm. people. But it did open my eyes to a lot more. And I um I didn't really care to go on a missions trip, but I felt led to go to a missions trip. And I ended up going to Malawi. And I really so did I roommate. It's me. It was me. My fabulous fab roommate. It was me. How we met. 
and um and it's been a journey ever since like it's just Ooh. I've been on on track with God and now I have I, I think the biggest thing is I had a language yes for what was happening right I had an understanding like it was explained right to me like I can okay this okay right it, it is God it is biblical it gave me a right how how the spirit and the bible line up how the word and the spirit line up so yeah. and I think you see knowing what I know now you know, me and Arby, we talk like all the stinking time. And something that I always <laughs> tell her all the time is that like, don't laugh at me when I say this, but I really thought that I was crazy for a very, very long time. I said, I maybe what's happening is I'm just a very like well-functioning person <laughs> who is crazy. But um, I just was like crazy in the sense that because of there's certain things about myself that I thought was normal. And as I started talking to other people, as I got older, I realized something that, wait a second, like I am, oh, everybody doesn't operate like this. Like I can hear God very, very clearly. I hear God talking to me as clear as Aubrey is talking to me as anybody else is talking to me. It's been like that for as long as I can remember, you know? Um, well, let me not say that. I've always felt very, very close with God. Once I got filled with the spirit, that's when I started, like I always felt the unctioning of God. You know what I mean? Like I've always felt him. I've always felt his presence. That's always been very real. And I think that I've been saved for a very long time, you know, and I think I welcomed God into my heart at a very young age. But once I got filled with the spirit, that's when I started hearing him. And it was just so crystal clear. And then, so then I used to be like, why don't you just ask God? He'll give you the answer because that was my experience with everything, you know? And then they were like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's when I realized, oh, snap, people don't hear God like how I hear God, <laughs> you know? Or I would have these dreams. I've been dreaming since the time I was a little girl. And I, would, and I would have these, what I know now to be prophetic dreams. I would see things in the spirit, I, you know? And you can't go around telling people like, yeah, there's something standing right next to you or above your head because they think you're crazy, you know? And so I really had no idea what that was and especially and it's not that I, and I always went to church but not all churches teach the same way not all churches are open to certain things a lot of churches are very open or are just very shallow you know very very shallow like I'm not I'm not touching that over there with the 10 foot pole you've got whole like denominations who won't even mess with the whole speaking in tongues and it's just like man yeah. you guys are so missing out you're so missing out you know and it's sad but anyway um and and like Aubrey said every Every church does not have it together. Every denomination doesn't have it together, you know? But that is our responsibility as believers to actually go and test everything because that's what God wants us to do. And whatever the church or whatever is not like putting the pieces together, it's your responsibility to go to God and ask the Lord and spend time with him so that he'll show it to you. I think Aubrey's story is a perfect example of that, that demonstrates, even though like, I don't understand what's going on. I really don't understand all of this, but God show it to me, make it real for me, help put it in the way that I can understand, you know? And once you begin to do, once, once you ask him that, and God is not going to hold nothing from you. Like he'll explain all that. Cause even for me, even in the stage that I'm in, I almost got caught up because certain things, they just sound so right. They sound so, 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 so right, but you have to test everything. And I said, mm -hmm. Lord, please, God, make sure that, show me if I'm going down the wrong path. Please show it to me. Like, show me that I'm not, you know, going this way or that way, but help me to make sure that I'm going straight to you because that's the only place that I want to go to. And, um, and that's the thing, because in anything, everything should lead you to Christ. Everything yeah. should lead you to Christ, you know? Yeah. And um, I will say that church, they had a good um 
we were reaching out to people. And so this, the Bible study was in Hebrews and Hebrews is why Jesus is the son of God. Right. And it was perfect because that's exactly what I needed. And, um, and I remember I also went, they, they held conferences and one of the conferences was um, a man who lived in Washington. He came down and he was talking about how you can read the Bible within a year. Like it doesn't take you that long, actually, mm-hmm. if you just sit down and read it. It's true. And, um, and a lot of these things, it's disjointed, like a lot of the devotionals and stuff, because they peel scriptures away. So you're not getting the full impact of the story. And when it takes 15 minutes, this is what I learned. It takes 15 minutes for your brain to turn into story mode actually like click into the story Hmm. so as soon as the devotional basically takes you what five minutes ten minutes and then you're done and you don't really fully engage your brain in what you're reading and a lot of these too in the new testament's letters you don't just read part of a letter and you drop it off you read the whole letter if somebody sends you a letter you read the entire letter like all of paul's epistles and that sort of thing and so he challenged us and i was like okay i'm gonna read the book of john so I read the book of John and when I got to the end and I, I pushed through it because part of it, I was like, I'm kind of done. Nope. I'm going to like stick to it. And I got to the end and it was like, Holy spirit, like that sucker punch, like that gut punch. Yeah, Jesus yeah. is the son of God. Right. He is the son of God. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Oh, let me make this also. Let me, let me give this suggestion too. Cause sometimes, you know, like really and truly it is a little bit hard reading the Bible. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's, that's facts. But you know, I always believe when I, whenever I do sit down and read, I always ask the Lord to Holy Spirit, please like help, help and make it become live to me. Like make it real to me, make it, put it in a way that I can understand it. Right. Um, that's one. Number two, like sometimes I, I just don't have time to sit down and read. I don't, but because a lot of the times I'm driving because of my job and stuff. Oh man, thank God for Bibles that can read to you. Yeah. Get an app. A lot of these apps can, um, they have like, like, for example, like you version, and I think the best version that they have of the, the, the reading part is um, the Message Bible. Although mm-hmm. it may not be like the, or the true, um, you know, like, I don't know, I don't want to say it like that, like the true um, interpretation or whatever, whatever, but you'll get the gist of it. Because there have been mm-hmm. many times that I sat there and I just listened to like, <clears throat> and it's the way that the guy, who, whoever that reader is of the Message Bible in the version app, you did an amazing job. He reads it with such passion. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it becomes so real. So you're like, it literally sounds like you're reading a story. It doesn't sound so like King, King Jamie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, the these and the art thou. Right. You know what I mean? It's, but he, and it becomes so alive because it's holding your attention. Well, for me, because it's holding my attention, God is speaking through, to me and I'm getting massive revelation as I'm driving, you know? So <clears throat> whatever way that, God can make it work for you. Well, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. God can make it work for you. The only thing is that you have to allow him to make it work for you. You have to have an open heart, just like everything Aubrey said from the very beginning, your heart has to be open to hear what, you know, what he has to say to you so that you can get the revelation that he's been trying to get to you. It's got to be open and make, you know, and do your part. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah. So once again, it's everything is. Um, oh, another thing also that's what I wanted to say too is um, context, context, context. Um, yeah, context mm-hmm. is everything because yes, it I, is. I, one thing that I've come to learn, especially as I met this awesome young woman right here, is that um, 
Like there's a lot of stuff that happens to you in life. It doesn't make sense. And <clears throat> certain things I feel like God will make it make sense when it's time for it to make sense. Anything before that, it would probably confuse you because you don't have the whole story to put it together. You don't have all the information to put it together so that it can make sense. And right. sometimes you're just not ready, honey buns. You're just not ready. But when the time yeah. comes and it'd be like, oh, there was a time or I remember or you know what I'm saying? All those things, all those things that happened to you or what it all comes back. And it's just like, okay, now this makes sense because you yeah. have context. Yeah. Absolutely. Context is everything. Yeah. I mean, even when you study the Bible out, because yeah. like, I was studying Hebrew um, and the Greek roots and things, um, it's what the word before it was, what the letters before this letter is, Yeah. makes this have a different meaning. Right. So um, context, you have to put it in context with everything that's everything. going on. And the Bible is just, it's so fascinating and so complex to me. Yeah. And again, I think too, what helped is that I did God, God knew what was going to make me curious. And it was this, this Judaism, this roots. Okay. What are the roots of the Bible? What are, cause Jesus came from that. Jesus, this is Jesus's roots. Right. So what is this? What does this mean? How does this work? He uses a curiosity to draw you to, to himself. I mean, that's what he yeah. did for me. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, sorry, before I, I forget the state, what I'm about to say. And I think also too, he does it in a way that works for you, right? So for you, because of how your brain works and how you, you like stuff like the, 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 the Bible, that particular Bible worked well for you. And because like you, like Aubrey doesn't realize this, but she is a real huge like language person. Like she'll break like all the, like, you know, like she's all into that grammar and all that other stuff. Me on the other hand, I'm just like, okay. God does it to me a little bit different, even in a way that we like learn things or, even in the way that we explain things, for example, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a big, like I paraphrase a lot. Even when I'm like reading, like if I'm explaining to you something or like if I'm explaining to you the Bible, like how often do you ever hear me really like, like, like spit out a, um, like a scripture name? I never remember that stuff, but I will always remember the story though. Yes. <laughs> God speaks. stick with you. The I think that even, even my friends who are Christian, Mm -hmm. or grew up with a Christian background, they remember the stories. Yeah. Because the stories is what gets you. I mean, right. life is a story. Story, right. People, witnesses, that's all, it's all a story. If you really think about it, God loves stories. It's yeah. a story. And that's, that's what the whole, a big human portion nature, of the Bible is a bunch of stories. Right. And that's what, I mean, that's what the Hollywood movies are. Mm. That's what movies are. They're right. stories. stories. Mm -hmm. Hang out visually. Right. Like, right. It, it's all stories. And so I think humanity has a really strong pull to the story. Yes. Um, but right. yes, I'm a word person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being in a bilingual home. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I was raised in a bilingual home too, but I, I don't know. It's just something about the stories that always stuck to me. And I think yeah. from the time that I was a little girl, I was always very fascinated Mm -hmm. um with the bible stories like i used to sit down and read with it to the point where my parents the jehovah witnesses used to come over to my house when i was younger and their sole purpose well looking at it i guess the whole purpose of them was to really like sit down with me and go through the stories even though my brothers were there they didn't really care like i love the bible stories and i would sit there with the jehovah witnesses and then we would sit there and then they were just happy because you know they feel like they were doing whatever they had to do to get to heaven or whatever and be the 144 and even though you know we know what that is but anyway but then they would sit there and we would read these 
stories and then because you know like they had like this little golden storybook i don't know if you guys if anybody remembers it but back in the 90s and i would sit there and i would read the stories or whatever and then i would ask them questions always instead of asking questions like huh and i remember one time even at the young i think i might have been like nine or ten years old and then at the very end of the book it said something about the hundred and forty four thousand or whatever and i said well if you're saying only 144,000 people get to heaven, so what about all the people from who's ever lived ever in life? And us who's here on this earth? That's way past 144,000. So are you going to be one of those people who's 144,000 that's going to get to heaven? They're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, then what's the point of all of this then if that's the case? <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. then they were just like, well, you know, we just seek, you know, I forgot whatever reason that they gave me, but I'm like, but that doesn't make sense because if God loves us, like he says that he does and how it's saying that this thing that, you know, in this Bible that we're reading, then why would he only accept 144,000 people? That doesn't make sense. So even at the tender age of nine years old, I literally tripped the hell out of their minds. Yeah. And I found out later they stopped being Jehovah witnesses. Oh, wow. Wow. And it's in context. And even as I got older, then as I got older, even till this day, you know, like God still uses those same Bible stories that I learned when I was a young girl to put everything into context. And like, if it's not making sense in my world, he'll be like, what about this story? What about that story? What about this story? What about that story? To give me context so it could make sense. I don't mm -hmm. even know how I remember this stuff. And I'm not mm -hmm. just talking about like the little Bible search and the little child book, but it was something like I was just I always read and it just always interested me and it always brought like whatever situation I'm going through in life or whatever I'm seeing, it always comes back to those things because nothing is new underneath the sun. So, and that's the thing. If you just read your Bible, even if you just, even if you find a version that makes sense to you, I think I really believe that I'm not, I don't know me personally, I'm not so caught up in, or oh, what, you know, um, what do you call it? Like what translation you use? Because I feel like God could use anything and he'll make everything make sense later on. Whatever he can get you to get into the word, you know, then get into there. And then from there, he'll, 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 he'll make it make sense later. But anyway. Straighten you out. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I'll tell you that whole, like, from the start of entering that new age thing. The other thing I think that helped me was that I gave myself permission to look outside of my of what I grew yes. up in yes because um it's not all incomplete it wasn't right. all incomplete in there and I felt like I couldn't but as soon as I was had a job I had some money like I could get going um that's really when I was like we're gonna get this solved <laughs> this yeah. needs to be solved in my life because yeah. I need some so I need some peace and um and I I want to say all of that took about like nine months ish mm. for that all to kind of play out maybe maybe a little less but it was, it was a very a short period in the new age but I have to say though the new age is always was kind of always there because my mom was like oh you're just intuitive that confused me a lot I was like well if I'm just intuitive can I just work this skill and just like if I have this natural skill then can I just can I just get better at it and maybe get better at predicting things and I didn't realize it was God talking to me like it's yeah. not like a skill you have. Like you're not like it's learning to write or anything. Right, it's God right. speaking, and when He wants mm -hmm. to speak, He's gonna speak. You don't have control over that. Right. Um, but yeah, it happened very quickly. But I will say, like horoscopes, that always interests me. The stars, 
I mean, all of these like very out there things interest me and there's some truth to them because God created those things. That's right. He created the that's stars, right. he created all of this. It just gets twisted. And that's the thing, the enemy um, perverses it. And that's the problem. Like, and I mean, I grew up in, that's, I mean, sure, listen, I'm Haitian. My parents, are, you know, my family's very well rooted in spiritualism. And, you know, like a lot of back, a lot of them are still to this day, deeply rooted in witchcraft. My father is heavily into like horoscopes and stuff like that. So, but I always knew that there was some truth to it, but I was, I just never from myself ever got, felt the need to get caught up in, because I, it just, I never felt the need to get caught up in that. Cause I'm just like, well, if, if God is God and he's the creator of the heaven and the universe, and I should be focused on him, not the, you know, the stars and the, not to be worshiping the stars and the sun and the moon, you know, I know that he uses it. He's using it for something. I just don't know for what exactly. And obviously yeah. there's some type of like, um, there's some type of, um, what do you call that? Like when it comes to the, um, the horoscopes, like there's some type of, uh, correlation to these people that are born during this time of the year, but am I going to sit here and act like it's God? No. <laughs> the problem with it though, because I, I did have an argument with, I almost got into an argument. She tried. I was like, I'm not going to go there. Okay, I mean. <laughs> but, um, one of the things is that people who follow those horoscopes think that they limit themselves. Yeah. And, and the thing with the horoscopes is it tells you who you are. And the problem is God has to tell you who you are. Hey. Mm. not these horoscope people mm. who just like look at the stars mm. and they say we calculate this and if it kind of lines up then then it must be true and you know and there's the spiritual aspect too that's manipulative and it will manipulate things in your life to make it look yeah. right like it's right right when it's not yeah and that's that's really the biggest thing is not allowing yourself to be defined by something other than god Amen. he just gives it for signs and wonders this is just a sign for you yeah. to understand right but you don't live your life off of it what's that book by troy brewer um with the whole stars do you isn't know it, isn't it looking up okay so for those people who are really interested because i think out of anybody that i've heard like talk about this stuff um troy troy t-r-o-y brewer b-r-e-w E-R, <laughs> has a book on stars. He is somebody, he's a believer who actually is a pastor of Open Door Ministry out in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, right? And mm -hmm. um, he has a whole, um, he's been studying it on it in years and he really, I think out of anybody I have ever heard in my life, make it make sense. Because I remember when I was sitting there, I'm just, my mouth was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. And just like, this is this is insane and anyway so he really did a wonderful job of really explaining the horoscopes and how they even got everything wrong the 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 whole um the 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 order of it i don't know what exactly orders like the the horoscope books say that they go to but he explains how it's the horoscopes are um the constellations actually tell a story really of uh, um about the about christ it's about, about christ. jesus Right. It's all, it's about, all Jesus. about Jesus. Right. Because Virgo is about the, uh, is about the Virgin. Right. Think about it now. Virgo. So it begins with Virgo and it's, uh, it talks about, you know, it's the Virgin and it ends with the lion, you which is the lion of Judah. And it gives this beautiful, complete story of yeah. what it is, you know? Hey, Aubrey, aren't yes. you a Virgo? I am. And I'm a Leo. Boom. Look at God. <laughs> Oh, yeah so look at god look at 
come on guys like look at you but anyway you know so um yeah so i think once again so i i, I am promoting his book you know troy troy brew is um looking up um and he like i said he, he not that you're he, getting anything from promoting not, yeah it. and let me say that i'm not getting nothing from it but troy if you want to give me like a little hook if you ever get to hear this the girl is right here man hit me up hit me up but anyway <laughs> no nah, but for real like it's like he really does a great way um, um he really does make a um he 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 really does explain it in a very good way so he does in a precise way yeah well but it's awesome it? yeah because um i think this has been you you get you did a great job of depicting how aubrey went through a whole entire like situation i wrote this down you went from being a christian because you know you were the label of being a christian and then you went to being lost and then to new age and then a legalistic religious person to now an awesome, you know, to an intimate believer in Christ. And she is straight on fire. She's literally the girl on fire and all for him, you know? So yes. I think it's a perfect example of like, yeah, like you may have been raised in church and maybe you weren't, but there's something inside of you that's just like, I want some answers. And her story is a good way of showing, like, if you want to get answers, just ask. Mm -hmm. Go to him, mm -hmm. go to the person who can give you, go, go straight to the source who can give you the true answer. And yeah. he will reveal himself to you. So anyway, so at this point of the podcast, I ask my speakers to go ahead and pray us out and impart, a, um, impart something to the listeners. All right. Well, I'm just going to pray and we'll see what, what comes out. Come on now. <laughs> Be Holy Spirit led. Yeah. I pray, Lord, I thank you, God, for this podcast, Lord God. Me and Fab, that we can come together, Lord God. I thank you that you put Fab and I together and that we could um, we could start something like this, Lord God. That, that, that you put it in Fab's heart, Lord God. To, to interview people, Lord God, and to get stories out there because we're not the only ones going through these things. So I thank you for her heart, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that she is so open, Lord God, to hearing people's stories. And I pray for those who listen, who are listening right now, Lord God, that their hearts are open to you and their minds are open to, to what you have to say to them, Lord God. And you are so good, Lord God. I know, Lord God, that you reach them how they can be reached, Lord God. Whatever way moves them, Lord God, you know them. You made them intricately, Lord God. You know their likes, you know their dislikes, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, over these people that their hearts, the wall of their hearts would come down, Lord God, that you would peel away the lies, Lord God, the prejudices, Lord God, the um, the past experiences, past traumas, past things that are pre preventing them from reaching you, Lord God, all of the past, Lord God, that's kind of, that's been just dumped on them, Lord God, I pray you peel it away, you peel it off, Lord God, and that you begin to open their eyes, Lord God, open the, the heart of their understanding, Lord God, to the things of you, to the things of Yahweh, that they begin to understand, they begin to know Jesus is Lord, that they know Jesus is Lord and that they can understand, Lord God. I just pray, Lord God, and I thank you for the truth in love, Lord God, that it is your love, Lord God, that pushes them and it's truth in it, Lord God, this, that we have a firm foundation in you. And so I just impart, Lord God, the truth in love into people um, listening right now, Lord God. I thank you, God, that they get to experience you in a whole new way because of their seeking, Lord God, because of their searching heart. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you so much, Aubrey. I so You're appreciate welcome. you. You know how much I heart you. Hi, love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. So thank you so much, everybody who has listened, who is listening to this. I pray to God that this, um, this podcast like has, has um, enlightened you in some type of way, gave you some type of insight. And please, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Please pass this, um, this, pass this information on, pass this um, episode on, pass the show to somebody else that you know that it can help or just, you know, wherever you wait, whatever way you feel spirit-led to do it, Holy Spirit-led to do it. So, um, but thank you. Please join us back for another um, Created Fab uh, um, podcast and our series of the adventure and struggles of being a believer. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Keep binging Netflix style on this season series, The Adventures and Struggles of Being a Believer. Don't be stingy. Share, like, and subscribe to the Created Fab podcast. Visit us at createdfab.com.